<clears throat> okay, so interracial relationships. So I think I've made it clear that I am both African-American and native. In my tribal lineage, they call it Sa'owa. That's the clan name. So I guess I am the product of a biracial relationship. But I don't have relationships with white men. I don't breed with them. I don't think that if you're in a position where you can colonize me or keep me as your slave, that you should have access to my body in terms of procreation. It's just something I believe. For the most part, I look down on people who, who breed with, with white people. Um, and especially because I come from a group who are primarily, um, you know, on the brink of a kind of extinction, uh, culturally, economically, politically, socially. We exist on the periphery of a of the emergence of our oppression of our institutional oppression. And that is simply because now people like me are speaking about it. We're giving names to it. We're saying what the fuck it is. So I don't really think, nor do I feel obliged to indulge in any kind of biracial relationship or be apologetic for anybody who does. Um, I'm not asking people to, you know, to applaud that in any way. We're not on here looking for attention. It is what it is, you know. It's just where I stand with it. Um, and so, you know, there's a hyper... There's a hyper focus on this kind of, and I remember that there was a poet and her name was Ujurununako, and she was actually the mother of a man by the name of Dennis Walker, who I had the great fortune of sitting with on Stradbroke Island and um, observing his paperwork on the development of a treaty in Australia, because Australia doesn't have one. And I did an interview, I think it's on, a married dude was with me, he was the person who, um, you know, documented it, and it's, it's on something called Terra Indigenous, this really kind of uh, amazing dialogue that I had with this man called uh, Dennis Walker, who was also one of the, the um, founders of the Australian chapter of the Black Panthers. A little bit of history for y'all. But anywho, it was his mother who was a civil rights leader in her day. And just like a throwback, interesting story about Kath Walker, native name Ujirul Nunako, was that she, um, when she was uh, a part of a civil rights activism, 
she was invited to a minister's office and given alcohol, offered alcohol. And at that time, uh, there were segregation laws where white people and black people couldn't drink together. And she you know, bore witness to the idea that he was basically putting her in a position, a criminal position, incriminating her uh, because the laws hadn't changed. And so I think that where there is a history of this kind of um, placing women of color in positions where they can be uh, incriminated or uh, exploited because there is not equity of law, then we have to, I myself have to question the, um, you know, the probability of engaging in a relationship whereby I'm having child, ch child to someone who has, you know, a great deal of legal power over my life and well-being. And one of the things that Udra Nunakul said was um, she spoke about this idea of assimilation, which was a policy, I think, from the 1930s in this country uh, all the way up to the 1970s. And it still exists in, in, in many forms today. But assimilation was both miscegenation, so the idea that natives would be bred out, um, because unlike belief in the African blood, they believed that it would not... Um, it could be cleansed. It could be, you know, racially um, cleansed out. But she she used this expression about, you know, um, if you pour a pitcher of wine in the stream, what happens? The wine dissipates until it exists no more. And so that kind of has been my position on having interracial relationships. And I'm not sure why somebody would, would wish to um, participate in a historical process of outbreeding their bloodline. Like, it makes no sense to me. I'm not really of the opinion that you have to lay with white men to... Um, you know, assert any kind of economic, political, or cultural power. And I, I largely believe that that's been a part of an indoctrination process uh, to our detriment. Speaking for the native side, for the African side, you know, it's since the 700s BC, um, as far as I understand from reading books, and probably before then, that there was a belief that you could not cleanse African blood. It was a stain that could never be removed from one's um, genetics. So, I mean, those are, I guess, just the kinds of differences that I coexist with as, a, you know, any kind of revelation with respect to my own heritage and, and what I sit on the kind of periphery of.
so nah, I, I don't, I don't have relationships, um, you know, marital relationships or, um, you know, procreate with white men. Period. I do all sorts of amazing things with black men who I'm in relationships with, but I don't procreate with white men. So I guess, you know, if there's any kind of query about what I do or don't do um, and what my philosophies are around that and where they come from and what they're situated in and where we can find that in history, um, you know, it's available, it's there. Um, and these are, you know, beliefs that were affiliated with ideals of social Darwinism, uh, eugenics practices. And so I talk about this with respect to my father's heritage, who was, you know, a man of African-American descent, and the idea that they would assimilate him under those types of policies of the time um, as a native person with this idea, propagating this idea that was totally inconsistent with their belief systems. Um, and that was that somebody of African-American blood could actually be miscegenated into the, into the um, you know, whiter population. <laughs> so, it, you know, in order to do that, they had to kind of act like his grandmother wasn't a slave blackbirded out here, you know, during or after the Civil War. They had to, to create this whole kind of um, false history around it uh, to legitimise the policies of the time. <clears throat> but yeah, that's just a heads up, y'all, and where I stand with um, my belief systems uh, and around uh, having rela racial relationships with white men. Like, I don't, I don't do it. And I don't know if I've ever spoke about this before. I may have briefly spoken about it, you know, in, in context of something else on one of my rants. <coughs> Excuse me. But that is pretty much... Um, yeah, my position on it. Which I feel is, you know... I don't think anybody should be pressuring me to have relationships with men who are, who have effectively demonstrated that they are incapable of um, pursuing an equitable relationship with me or even acknowledging my existence in any real terms. Like, I don't think anyone should be incriminated for that. I think there's something very wrong with trying to incriminate people for not agreeing to be um, a part of a kind of bizarre social engineering project that went horribly fucking wrong. So another thing, you know, I mean, let's talk about checking out my family and, you know, cross-examining what I say or don't do. You know, I don't give a fuck. 
the truth is I'm, I'm pretty fearless. I mean, with the exception of kind of the, the terrorism. And I think anybody has a right to be fearful where there is terrorism and white extremism, where that occup occupants of power um, moves beyond the limits of the law in order to kind of stratify and intimidate. Um, you know, I think that's perfectly fucking normal. But generally, as, as far as my intellectual self, and remember I'm someone who can barely fucking spell on most days, I'm pretty fearless. I'm not afraid to get into an argument and I really don't give a fuck what other people think. Um, you know, I'm not trying to get, you know, uh, brownie points or anything based on what other people do, nor am I trying to, you know, situate myself as a spokesperson of any kind except for who and what I am. That is, I carry my own voice, I speak for myself, and I don't need permission to do that. And I can pretty much hold my own against anyone, so I'm not really concerned about people, you know, trying to uh, probe around within legal means to examine where I sit with things. Um, yeah, I just don't think like that, really. I haven't been taught to think like that. So, probe away, challenge at your will, if you feel like you're in a position of any type of, you know, authority and thus have the right to, feel free to contact me and challenge me on my beliefs. But if you don't, I'll probably just tell you to fuck off and mind your own business. And I would be perfectly entitled to do that as well.